Okay, so Kenny Pickett does have pretty small hands. <laughs> okay. what, what was mine that's, at? that's eight and a half. Oh, so he has my sized hands. Yeah, so he. Ha- that's so that's pretty. Small. That's here, here. Okay, measure mine. Let me do you, man. No, no, you gotta put it at the zero. Don't cheat me out of it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, you, eight like eight point two or something. No, that's disrespectful. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I give you more grace. I feel okay, like eight and a half too. So we have. Oh yeah. Either way. Can, yeah. So okay. So that, that actually is. I I thought I was gonna measure our hands and they're gonna be like, like seven. seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna... What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Harvester Sports Podcast. This is episode twenty-seven. Yep. I'm Noah. I'm Austin. Tyler's not here. That's <laughs> all right. Tyler's missing. Yeah. It's gonna Keep, be. You know. Hey, speak, man. Fill, fill those comments. Pressing tie. Yeah, pressing. I, I want every comment to be pressing tie. I saw some of you. Pre- I saw up. some of you pressing him in the comments. Yeah, that was the I, funniest thing I've ever seen, dude. Yeah, he deserves it. But the, he tells me he's like he's like when are you let me on? I was like, dude, just come whenever. And he's like, all right, all right, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I'm like, you coming? He's like, no, not this week. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. That's clean. But he got the car that he has right now specifically to be able to come here. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? <laughs> some that that JUCO uh, football team different. <laughs> that JUCO it's, money. It's a grind. <laughs> We should. We gotta go to one of his games. He's got some. It's gonna be the most fun thing ever. <laughs> Can you imagine little Tyler just cheesing down there? Go Gades. <laughs> go Gades. I think that's a clean mascot. Renegades. Renegades is really cool. Like the TikTok dance. Renegade. Yeah. Renegade. When I was there, they made us do like they did the chief thing, right? We go like this, but instead we had swords and we went yeah, like this. It was kind of clean. I'm not gonna lie. I was cheesing. Biggest smile on my face. When the Braves have the tomahawk chop. That's the, yeah, a, exactly. An axe going like this. There's one thing um, about like JUCO and stuff, though. I noticed like when I went and watched, like Tyler's Tyler's really good. He just needs to get a little bigger. But like when you go, not my bad flame to my bad. You mean like we're here to defend? Yeah. So, he's so big or so small. He's not even. Yeah, here. he's so Don't small. He can't get in his little his puny hands like Sam Howell. <laughs> but Sam Howell doesn't have puny hands. Oh, sorry, can you pick it? My bad. Don't disrespect so bad Sam Howell. Sam Howell's got the most perfect size hands in the world he's perfect but like something i noticed like when uh when i would go to like the be like those games like juku games i'm like there's like it's a big difference between going to those games and going to like a fresno state game like you can tell the skill gap is very you mean you mean there's a difference between oh, juco yeah. and d1 that's a very <laughs> like, not controversial take like we were there and my dad was just sitting back he's going mm. <laughs> well, have you seen the video of um uh jared goff going undercover yeah, the at, wig and stuff. at ventura college uh-huh. where he walked they say all right we got a new uh a, a transfer that's looking at going out for the football team yeah. and it's just jared goff in disguise <laughs> with like makeup i think like i'd be on. able to tell because it's just like the hair <laughs> it was so funny watching like everybody all the receivers were like we're gonna win it all this year this oh so yeah great. and then the quarterbacks <laughs> were, they were like dang i don't know if i'm gonna be able to start over this yeah. man <laughs> like, yeah you might take my job because if, if you think about it, it is like especially in juco it's it's like it's just a fight right to get that playing time because you're trying to move on to the next level right so it's all who's going to be there there's probably like four quarterbacks in the roster everyone's fighting week to week yeah and Damn, i don't know why we're talking about Ty's Duke, but, not yeah. gonna win <laughs> ty would not win quarterback that's true because he's playing different positions he's not winning any position <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> we just need to keep flaming him about everything till he and then comes he'll come back yeah. Himself. yeah he's got skinny ankles you know that <laughs> Does he get, he'll get is he that gets a real really thing? sensitive for that. <laughs> skinny, me ankles. skinny ankles, yeah. It's better than having cankles. That is really true. <laughs> Maybe not for football. Maybe but, not for football. But I don't, well, I don't well, know. Well, if you have big ankles, probably all the, you know, you won't never tear, you won't tear anything. Yeah, you got ankle. padding. Yeah, it's like when, like, it's like you're already wearing, uh, like, tape over oh, your yeah, ankles. Oh, exactly. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, just your, that's just your ankle. He's like, oh, man, that dude's wrapped up. You just pull out just your fat, just one. I'm like, no, that's just, <laughs> that's just my that's skin. That's just me, bro. loose skin. That's just my birth, man. <laughs> but so the combine was a couple days ago. It was really cool to see guys like Jordan Davis, uh, Sauce Gardner. But Jordan Davis totally screwed over my um, my Raider uh, mock draft. So my Raider mock draft, you guys check out TikTok, Twitter. That's where I put them. I'm answering guys' comments. And I'll do whatever team you want. Whatever team you come, I'll do. But I had round one pick 22 at Jordan, da- Jordan Davis. Round two, pick 53 at uh, Nicholas Petit Frere from Ohio State, offensive tackle. Round three, I had Calvin Austin the third. Right, just a fast boy. Because Raiders need that fast boy. But the man Jordan Davis ran a four seven at three three hundred forty pounds six six. Yeah, no, he's. I think he's for sure not falling that far. Yeah, no. But I think the Raiders probably use their first pick on a 
OT anyways. I think so, yeah. I I mean, depending on who's available, you never really know what's going to happen when you're drafting that late in the draft, which the Raiders aren't used to. Yeah, we're not. (laughs) That's true. Everyone's cheesing that we're picked 22 right now. But um, but that was one of the things when I was doing the mock draft, I was like, when when I was in it, I was okay. I was like thinking about this, not really good because I use the draft network and that thing's really good for like doing mocks and stuff, if you guys know. But like, um, I was like, there's no good offensive tackles right here. There's no star. I'm just going to take the best guy available. But now it's like there's no shot he's going to fall there. One of the teams has like three picks. Like the Eagles are for sure going to take him like sooner. Yeah, they should just draft that one punter that's supposed to be the best player. Yeah, I, apparently that's the best player ever. And people <laughs> want the uh, teams to draft a punter in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> because the punter can run a 4-7. <laughs> oh, yeah. People oh, like, I, I guys, mean, he ran a 4-7. I'm like, oh, thank you. I can't wait to uh, <laughs> yeah. put him on a fade. <laughs> yeah, I don't Why are... I mean, I guess have punters. Why not have them yeah, run forties? But like, I, <laughs> if you're a scout, do you care what forty your punter runs? I mean, like he. So like, oh, he ran a four seven. Let's make him second round. Yeah, talent there's now. no disrespect towards punters. Like, yeah, that man punts far, but like, there's so many other positions you need that you can take in the second round. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna yeah, reach that far. Could, what if instead you drafted somebody that made it so you don't have to punt as much? Yeah, that's <laughs> instead true. Instead of drafting a punter in this game. You just draft one of these quarterbacks who are projected to go like the second or third round. Maybe you won't have to punt as much, you know? But I think Ray Guy was, I think he was a first round pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he was. But <laughs> well, he's also first punter in the Hall of Fame, and that was a good Yeah, pick. well, people are comparing him to Ray Guy. Yeah. I mean, he, they both can kick balls far. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is wild to me, but like comparing rookies to like, already hall of famers is wild to me also you know like <laughs> this guy is like the greatest punter to ever play the game now, well it's funny when the combine comes and they always say like they, they pick for every player in the draft they yeah. say like all right here's a like an nfl player to compare them to yeah uh-huh. and some of them some of them are either way too disrespectful or it's oh, like yeah. right, the person we're comparing this guy to is patrick mahomes oh wow he's the greatest of all time <laughs> or they compare you to just a straight up bust and like, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah like i was like listening to guys like daniel jeremiah talk about like the dudes while they're in the combine like oh that was a great forward he'll be a seventh round pick now i'm like dang man <laughs> like that's where he moved up the nfl is just harsh man like so many different positions so many different like great players you know, it's hard to even land a roster spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> facts. Hey, facts. That's huh? why I'm not in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I'm not in the NFL is it's hard to get a spot. Oh. You're right. Sorry. That secret sauce. That, that, that secret, <laughs> uh, that unsponsored drink. Why does it remind me of. Um, not that we're looking for sponsors. Yeah, not that we're looking for sponsors. We're, we're fine. But if a beverage company of some <laughs> sort went like. Wants us to have a can yeah. or a bottle of something sitting there. You don't understand. I'll sell out so fast. We'll put stacks of whatever you want right when here. I was, I was I'll put, get a tattoo right here. I was putting this on here, and I couldn't find paper. So, <laughs> so I used the, the inside of a Chipotle bag. But I was thinking, I was like, this for sure, as I was putting it on, I was like, this looks like it's just like a paper bag over a beer can or something. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, this looks really... Noah's gotten to the point where he has suspicious. to get wasted for us to do yeah, the podcast like, The podcast is too stressful. I just need it. <laughs> he's like, come on, man. I just heard him cracking something open. That's what I thought was happening for a second. I was like, no way, this dude. He's such a savage. <laughs> Joe Rogan, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. That's why Joe Rogan always talked about that he used to be just blacked out every time he would do his thing. Or on DMT. We need, we'll yeah, do a DMT true. episode. We'll do a DMT episode. episode. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to be uh, like right football. before the NFL season starts. Doing DMT and predict, predicting the record of every team. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the aliens will talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> it will just be us dead quiet sitting here. And we thought we we're talking the whole time just through our minds. <laughs> just dead silent, hour long podcast. I could have sworn we press record. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, think I, I think I agree with you now. Because I think Jordan Davis is going to go to one of the guys that has like multiple first round picks who are just going to take best guy available. I think the Raiders, it's all going to depend on if we get one of these big wide receivers, I think depends on what our first round pick is. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's true of the entire across the NFL. I mean, yeah. I know that's true every year, but it feels like, especially this year in some ways, because there's so many quarterbacks that are free agents or potential, yeah. potentially mm-hmm. getting moved around that. I mean, like yeah make mock drafts but also so much of it is so yeah mm-hmm. depending on even just at the quarterback position you've got aaron Rodgers, russell wilson jimmy g like you yeah. have big name guys All these guys that don't know to be where they're around. gonna be yeah yeah so that makes a big difference and shifts a lot of stuff around and obviously oh, that's for sure wide receivers too there's yeah there's a lot many of guys chris that, godwin guys yeah you guys like Devontae, he's a big yeah, one yeah brandon cooks and brandon cooks is another good one mm-hmm. I lo- all those guys like a lot of those guys we mentioned, especially in the quarterbacks, like more so Aaron Rodgers, you get him on your roster, that's a completely different football team now. Like that, he could take teams that have been fighting to like the next level. Like just imagine him on the Niners. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know 
It sounds like he wants a longer term deal though, huh? Like he's not looking just to go one year and hop out. Because I know he probably, if I'm Aaron, I just went, was at a team where like my team drafted Jordan Love. I wouldn't really want to go to another team where they have Trey, you know, who like sat behind one year and he's still waiting. Yeah, I just think it's going to be a lot of it. All these mocks, like the most accurate mock you can do is going to be like a day before the draft. You know what I'm saying? We're like a lot of the stuff is set in stone. Like who's going to be where? And even then, like people aren't going to get the full first round complete. Everything changes. Like last year, quarterbacks just flew off the board so fast. Like everyone's predictions just were gone after that. Mm-hmm. You can make an estimated, like, a good guess, right? Like, this team needs this. They're going to get this guy who would fit best. But it's never going to be exactly what we plan it to be. Yeah, and I think there are certain positions. Quarterback is one where it's like you look at certain quarterbacks and you're like, this guy's second, third-round talent. Yeah. But he could get drafted well before that just because exactly, the team needs yeah. a quarterback and they think he's the guy for their system. Yeah. Or he could not get drafted till way later on because mm-hmm. people – pick up free agents or think they have their guy or whatever unless it's sam Howell, then he should get drafted number, number one yeah <laughs> probably number two overall number one overall. <laughs> yeah. <somewhere. laughs> but that's what i've heard like with my dad like he like when he tells me stuff and like we're talking about the draft and stuff like he always asks me the question how far are you willing to reach if you know it's the guy you want you know what i'm saying like if this guy's projected second round and you're picking middle of the first are you willing to reach for that guy you know to to have that guy that you want like desperately want and don't want to risk losing him later on i think that's kind of what the raiders did with leatherwood in the first round last year they're like because all this stuff came out like they didn't know if he's going to be there you know in the second round so take the guy you want right now yeah i mean ultimately you never really know who's yeah. going to be there but i don't know reaching is a tough, <laughs> is yeah, a tough reaching, thing. yeah. There, there, sometimes there's an obvious right thing to do yeah and sometimes you should just do that. Yeah, sometimes. You always need to have a hot take or reach. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what if we took this guy and said, sometimes just, just yeah, pick, sometimes pick, it's like the guy. Maybe it's the guy everyone has said is a top five pick. Maybe he's a top five pick, right? Maybe the, every draft has said, this guy's going to go top 10. Maybe we should take him number six overall. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't guarantee that those guys aren't still going to be busts. But, I mean, no, yeah. you can't guarantee that anybody's not Yeah, you can't guarantee bust, anyone's so. going to be busts, yeah. So just trade away all your picks and go for free agents. Or something. Yeah, go just Rams. Never, dra- never draft a single player. <laughs> or get the entire... I think a good draft strategy, in yeah. my opinion, is just trade away until you get one year, you have the entire seventh round. Yeah, and you go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and you maybe more like sixth round or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can find some sleepers in there. Oh, you can find some dudes in. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're drafting all of them, then you just, by the time you need to make the 53-man roster cut, yeah. then you find out who you want and you cut exactly. all the rest. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, Some of those have to hit. <laughs> yeah, I get like that you have to fill, like this is going to sound dumb, I know, but I, I get you have to fill certain spots, right, like in the later rounds, right, to get depth and stuff like that. But some part of me is like, if you're a team and you need a corner and you and you have like, say like the picks four through the seventh round left, go corner, 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 corner. One of them's got to land, right? Like one of them has to be good enough to start That's, on your football team. Yes, if you're just a random guy, but if you're somebody who is professionally an NFL scout yeah, yeah. or a GM, <laughs> the true. assumption is that you are able to- To find that to guy find. in that one round. And if, if you're drafting four corners, then that conveys that you have zero faith yeah. in your own ability yeah, to yeah, find out who true. a good player is because you're just stressing you're like okay we got you're, to hear the like, corner I, I don't what are the odds of all four of them being bust <laughs> pretty low i don't know let's, let's just, just like, drop them all we're like all the, all the corners are so good this year <laughs> just please oh, yeah. <laughs> that's explaining it to the media you're like there were just so many good corners we just had to take them all i mean what you, you don't want me to take the best football player available what am i saying every time it came to our pick the best player available was a corner what can i say like that's just what i have to do but yeah so the combine just happened Oh, we're getting more details like how guys, how fast they are, all this stuff. And now today it was the start of uh, like being able to franchise tag players. So the Chiefs got Orlando Brown, uh, Browns got Najoku, Bengals got Jesse Bates. All these guys probably going to get bigger deals, right? It's probably why you franchise tag a guy to extend a bigger deal. The exciting, the exciting one to me, Devontae, not franchise tagged yet. I know it's day one. That's still one that I'm interested in. Him and Chris Godwin, who are likely to be franchise tagged, maybe a, a tag and a trade away. Still nothing happened yet. I think the Packers were still waiting on where what's Aaron doing. If I think those two are very connected. Yeah. If you're an NFL player, what how would you feel about getting franchise tagged? I mean, I know it depends on situations yeah, yeah. a lot, but I know there's some guys that have in the past said like 
they really don't like the idea of the franchise tag. Yeah, uh-huh. they're like just sign me to a deal, like show exactly. that you have faith or you yeah, trust that's, me. That's why we talk about say that's why J.C. Jackson's so mad because he played so well for the Patriots and like he said like he's come out publicly and like they aren't like, they just, yeah they're not willing yeah, to try to yeah. negotiate for a long term. Yeah, deal. why don't you want to sign me? And it's kind of that's Which is different in every situation because yeah. like De, uh, like Devonte obviously the Packers probably aren't like oh we don't trust this guy let's just yeah sign, exactly tag him yeah. because we don't want to give him a full contract it's more mm-hmm. about the money in a lot of situations yeah and, and we know how teams usually are like the Patriots right in their system it's like if you are demanding a lot of money we'll just find some guy that can do your job right like let's would hurt my feelings if I'm JC Jackson, right? Like if I'm like, oh, you're just gonna move on from me? I played so well for you. Especially if like I want to play for your team. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I'm like, I really want to play for your team, why aren't you having that communication with me? That's like what we saw on a different podcast we're not gonna name is no free shout outs. Like KJ Wright, right? Was he was uh saying like he accepted the Raiders offer because the Seahawks like wouldn't match it. And he's like, I really want to stay for you. I'll take like a smaller contract if you guys offer me. They didn't. And he was like, well, like that's awful. Yeah, I mean, you. See, I get it's a business, though. You know, I get that part of it. Yeah, but that's true of really every free agent in yeah. every sport. Is that I mean, even Alex Crusoe on the when he was on the Lakers, yeah. <laughs> he said the the Bulls offered him, and he took that same offer, showed it to the Lakers, was like, all right, what can you do? And they're like, we can't do that. Yeah. And so he went elsewhere. But yeah, I, I mean, it's it's just hard. It's I know it's a business, right? And they and teams have to be smart about where they sign, right? And guys, they sign. But it's, it's harder for the players because they've developed, right? The kids have grown up there. Kids gone to school there, right? Especially a guy like KJ Wright who's been there his entire career, you know? It's hard to be like, I got to pack up and move everything now. That's, that's like kind of how it was like with my family. I was in Houston. I was like, we're moving. I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, why can't we just stay in one spot, you know? It's just rough, man. Yeah. It's rough being in the NFL, man. <laughs> it's just yeah, hard. That's, that's a tough life. Yeah. Playing <laughs> it's a football tough professionally. Yeah. Very tough. I used to hit friends with like, controversial statements and I wouldn't tell them I was leaving and I would just go back to California. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. Like, I used to like, I remember one time specifically, we were at lunch and I knew I was going back to California the next day and I was like, I'm not going to see these guys again. So I sat down, I was like, I, was like, I got some business to handle and I was like 12 years old. I was like, yes, yeah. like, yeah, mine not here for me for a minute but just don't worry about me. <laughs> I was just gone, dude. Never spoke to those people again. But hey, I, in their mind, they're gonna tell their kids about it, and they're like, "I knew a secret agent or something." Because that kid was so sick. <laughs> was it the most mysterious child of all time? Do you have a tape measure in that room? In in there? I don't know how to answer that. All right. So talking about the combine, yeah, one of the biggest sort of headlines or stories throughout the combine has been Kenny Pickett's hand size. For the dumbest thing about the whole time. Not, not the fact that he had a great college career. Yeah. He was a great quarterback. <laughs> you know, his hand size. That's the big question. Yeah, exactly. Because his hands are on the smaller smaller side of things. Yeah. 8.5 inches, right? Yeah. And it's measured. Um, like if, if you make a shaka, it's yeah. measured from tip to tip. Yeah. From the pinky to the thumb. I've got a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get okay. it, man. So here, you, you give me yours. Try to like make it as long as you can. Oh, oh, oh that's stretching. That pinky shape. Yeah, mine might be crazy. Okay, so Kenny Pickett does have pretty small hands. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what was mine? That's, that's eight and a half. Oh, so he has my sized hands. Yeah, so he. Ha- that's so that's interesting. That's here. here. Okay, measure mine. Let me do you, man. From. Excuse me. I don't like that. I won't go back in. Okay, I think this one should be longer. <laughs> This pinky is still broken, so it's a little uh, okay, right. a little longer than that one. So it's cheating. Okay. All right. No, no, you gotta put it at the zero. Don't cheat me out of it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, you, like eight point two or something. No, that's disrespectful. I feel, I feel like I give you more grace. I feel okay, like eight hands... and a half too. So we have. Oh yeah. Either way, can't... yeah. So okay. So that, that actually is. I, I thought I was gonna measure our hands, and they're gonna be like, like seven. seven. Or... <laughs> and I was gonna be like, well, we have big hands. I was gonna be like even. <laughs> yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna be like, even though he's in the NFL, or yeah, I was gonna say like, even though his hands are smaller by NFL standards, they're still pretty big. But yeah. well, but like, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe those hands are. You no, know guys, small. I, I'm gonna delete my TikTok. I'm gonna delete everything. I think they were spitting a little bit. <laughs> I mean, hey, his hands are small. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, right? He came out that tweet. He was like, "Guys, I have to retire because the 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 scouts say my, the ball's gonna drop out of my hands." I think they said. uh the smallest hands of a starting QB in the NFL right now is Taysom Hill. His hand size is 8.75. So Kenny Pickett would be the would smallest, be the smallest in the NFL. Yeah, which, okay, so let's go in a little bit. <laughs> I, got some, I got some thoughts. 
my thoughts. Like I talked to my, I talked to DC8 about this. I never know if I should say my dad did, or DC. Did you measure his hands? Has he measured his hands? He's. I think he had big. I know Derek had like nine and a half. I'm gonna text him and ask him what his hand size is. Keep talking. Hopefully he responds. <laughs> He's gonna be so controversial. Con- <laughs> con- <laughs> hey Dave, how's your hand? <laughs> but so his thing is like people. Okay, so people are judging him by his hands, and people are also judging him by the fact that he wears gloves, right? Because people are saying gloves on a quarterback. A lot of people hate on it. I'm the opposite. I think gloves on a quarterback look sick, right? And I think I th- every time yeah, I, make, I don't think it's a matter of if it looks yeah, sick. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't think they care think, if it looks they're, sick. But they're worried about that grip that he would lose, right? Because his hands are smaller. But that's why he wears the gloves. So he has that extra grip. And then people are saying if he goes somewhere in the cold, right, his hand, like the ball's going to slip out of his gloves and stuff like that, which I don't know, man. Like if he can play football, I don't – like if fumbling was a problem for him, which it's not, right? It, he did not have a fumbling problem in college. Then be worried about it. Well, I think the com- I think the combine is great, and it's really cool to watch and see yeah. all this stuff. I still think, as an NFL scout, I would pay more attention to their yeah their play their track record exactly, and like yeah. actually just watching tape and watching their games. I, exactly, but I, I'm he's not probably he's probably live on the NFL Network right now. He's yeah, no, yeah, because he's in LA right now. But I think the thing is like I don't know how to say it, but like. I don't know, man. I just think if he can play football, then he can play football. If it's a problem, if he's had constant fumbling issues in college, then you can be like, okay, then his hands yeah, is well, a that, problem. That's the thing is if they're saying like, all right, his hands are too small, that means he won't be able to grip the ball. Then it's like, yeah. all right, that could be a valid point. Let's watch the tape. Does he, and let's check the stats. Does he yeah. historically grip the ball well? And if you find that, yeah, he does have more fumbles, yeah. he does have um, grip issues, then it's like, all right, that's valid. But if you check it and you're like, okay, in, yeah, in exactly. theory, but he is holding on to the ball. Yeah, so. because when I watched his film when I was breaking down the quarterbacks, it's like he has a very accurate ball and a very strong arm. This isn't like he's not like fumbling it and it's like ducking over there, right? Like he – oh, you almost died. <laughs> <laughs> this this that secret non, dream is yeah, that beep. burps. <laughs> it's controversial that I covered up the brand even though it's a generic brand. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm not, all I'm saying is that it comes from somewhere where you buy wholesale goods. <laughs> But yeah, man, I I don't really see it as a as that big of a problem. I get that some teams and some scouts and some GMs could you know hold that to a higher standard. Like some teams will make a decision based off that, or they will sway their decision. To me, I don't think it would weigh that much. On how I'm looking at him. No, and I'm that's why I'm curious because obviously people in the media and yeah. online are talking about it, and it's sort of a a joke too. But mm-hmm. I mean. We'll see in April. We, we have no idea how much NFL scouts and GMs are like actually considering that. Yeah. Like that could just be sort of, uh, I, I don't know what goes on inside the room where they're actually mm-hmm. like, oh, should we be worried about this? It might just kind of be the media taking it and running it, with yeah, it. Yeah. There's always going to be things where it's like the conventional quarterback, this hand size, conventional quarterback is this height. And the guys are just prove them wrong, right? Like Kyler, everyone's worried about how small he is. People are still worried about how small he is. But he's still a great football player. You know, like there's guys... They don't fit the conventional standard for quarterback, and they're still going to do a great job. But we'll see. I guess we'll see in April. And there's guys that do fit the conventional standard. And they don't and do trash, a good job. So. Like Baker, he was small. And okay, now what? <laughs> My bad. I should have just <laughs> attacked some random quarterback. But um, I guess we'll see in April how far he drops, where he gets picked, see if teams really like, really care that much. Because it's still that he – He's projected to be first, second round guy. So we'll, well see. He'll be first for sure. Yeah. He'll be the first quarterback still. I think so. I don't think his hand size is going to keep No, I, yeah, I, I, really ho- I really hope not. I, it's either going to be him or Malik. Because Malik Sam has a lot Howell. of. Or Sam Howell. Because I think Malik. Or, or Sam Howell. Slash. Number one overall. No, oh, no yeah, other that's quarterbacks good. until the fifth round. <laughs> that's really, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we go, no, we go Sam Howell, number one, and then the draft ends. It's like there's no yeah, one can ever top <laughs> this draft pick. <laughs> then, then they just. They go. Jags draft him number one overall. Yeah. Even though they have T Law. And they trade And then T-Law. they they say drafts over and you guys get the Lombardi this year. Oh, that's good. They just forfeit in this game. We're gonna go right in the twenty twenty three draft. <laughs> it's just gonna start completely over. DC eight just texted his hand size was nine point seven five inches. A whole one point two five inches. Bigger than bigger than Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. So maybe that feels like a big hand size. That's pretty. He has some he's big got some hands, hands on. I'm going like this, like like a nine point two five, holding on to balls. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's what he's doing. <laughs> like we just talked about, there's a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of wide receivers in free agency. Also, a lot of corners. Like a lot of 
teams like the Raiders specifically, we, you know, a corner, like any one of these big name guys would be good. Like there's JC Jackson, Casey Hayward, who we might get back, Stephon Gilmore, Dante Jackson, all these guys are man corners. There's a lot of options in this free agency. It's probably one of like the biggest pools of guys you can get from in, ter- in terms of like star talent. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I, I, I think most fans and most, I think most, the team especially is looking more towards the offense side of the ball this year. And, you know, putting maybe putting more money in free agency towards offense. But if, you know, if we don't land with those big name guys, I'd be very happy, like, landing a guy like J.C. Jackson. Yeah, as not just the Raiders, but as any team in the league, are you more, what are your thoughts on drafting a rookie corner versus signing a veteran guy that's been in the league a while? I think with corners specifically, unless it's, like, a freak raw talent corner in the draft, like, Jeff Akuda, people like he got drafted top fifteen or whatever, right? And people thought he was gonna be this big name guy, and he had like a off and on season with the Lions, right? So I think it's different. I think for corner especially, I would be more willing to lean on a corner and free agency that I know can play and consistently can play than being like, I really hope this guy's college skills transfer over to the NFL. It's just also interesting that corner seems to be one of the positions where there's the least, the, the lifespan of a corner is yeah. also seems to be the smallest out of most exactly. positions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you get up into your early 30s, corners are yeah, transferring over to oh, safety. Yeah. Exactly. It, I, corner also feels like that thing to me, like tight ends, where there's like a, the pool of like, these guys are really good. And then it kind of, it's like, these guys are okay, right? It's like the, it, I think it's a small pool, just like tight ends. We're like tight ends, like there's yeah, three it, elite tight ends. And then there's like, Jalen Ramsey. And that guys is like interesting because yeah, it seems like there's you have your like Pro Bowl level level cornerbacks. Yeah, and then after that, a lot of teams where it's not even like who's CB one, who's CB two. Like, yeah, there's not even necessarily a no. Clear, it's just like, like best yeah, one on the like team. this is just a like, this like a there's corner. some teams where there's a very clear yeah like Jalen Ramsey and they're right? an yeah. absolute stud, and then there's other ones where it's like who should really be covering the best guy. Yeah, and a guy like. Um, JC Jackson, if, if Raiders got him, he would be like that clear, this is corner number one. This isn't just like another corner in the lineup. Why did I just blank? I was going to say something else, but I just blank. But that's what, that's what I think, like just what you're saying. I think there are corners like that where it's like, this is CB1. This isn't just cornerback for the Raiders, right? This is like the corner for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think JC Jackson being those guys. I also loved Casey Hayward. He played amazing for us this year. Like Casey did great. I also, do you ever get say, like, talking about Stefan Gilmore real quick. Do you ever get like upset? watching your favorite team in the NBA or NFL, whatever it is, when you see a trade go through for a star player, it's a lot less than you thought. And you're like, yeah, my team could even offer that. Cause I've had that for sure. Where it's like, you got Stefan Gilmore for a six round pick. We couldn't offer a fifth for that. Yeah, it is. Well, and that's why I always like to see with any team of any of my sports, the most frustrating thing is when free agency or not even free agency, but just the off season happens. Yeah. I want to see as at least pursuing. Guys. Yeah. I want to see movement. Cause there's sometimes yeah. where it's like, if, if your team's not good, if your roster's not hitting, then yeah. you need to be trying to fix those spots. Yeah, exactly. That, that's where it sucks is when you're kind of just stuck being yeah. kind of lethargic, not, and that's, not trying to get better. And like, so if you're a team like that, like let's just say like the Lakers, right, they didn't make a move in free agency. If you're a team like that, right, you don't really make a move. The, Excuse me? The I'm Lakers sorry. signed a super team in free agency. Well, I'm saying like this, la- or the, not the, the trade deadline, oh, right? Oh, before the trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, the trade deadline. My yeah. bad. That was, I, I was controversial. <laughs> I got the, flamed, yeah. The Lakers signed their entire roster <laughs> yeah. in free agency. But the, but the trade deadline, right? If you like, nothing really happens and your team doesn't improve, that's a big, like, you're stuck, right? You have to keep waiting. It's like, we're kind of stuck with this roster to the end of the year now. Mm-hmm. Like once those deadlines pass, which is, you know, if you're a good team and you made the right moves, then you're happy being stuck. If you're a bad team and you regret being complacent in free agency it's going to be a long or sometimes you're like the lakers and you try to make moves but your moves are trash and so nobody accepts them (laughs) (laughs) when you're demanding the duffy for players that aren't really showcasing their skills right now yeah but there were somewhere yeah i don't know you might drop some heat (laughs) the i think they offered john wall and john wall in exchange for russ and a first which would have been a highway robbery if the Lakers accepted. There's no reason the Lakers should have accepted that. Yeah, but now T- tangent. But John Wall has not played an NBA game in two years, and, <laughs> yeah. they, and they said he's worth Russ Anna first. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It was like all that. I'm sorry, all that stuff's coming out where it's like, there's no way like Russ can be on the roster after next season. Like the tensions in the locker room are really high and stuff like that. So it's like all this like stuff. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah, but I don't around. know if that's. 
I don't know. I mean, no, that's I mean, legitimate or not. That's whenever just the media, whenever yeah. a team is struggling, that's always a narrative of what's going on in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So it's hard to say. That's very that's that very is. true. It's always like this isn't working. It's like they hate each other in the locker room. You know yeah, I mean Le- that was a narrative for a while with when LeBron was with Kyrie and they yeah, exactly won chips. So yeah, I don't know exactly. All right, the last thing I have to talk about the real big one that happened today that just came out today. Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire season for the Falcons for betting on games. Apparently, he bet on three or four games, but it's fifteen hundred dollars total is what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he said on twitter yeah which he's been tweeting a little bit which he's been tweeting people are like dude just go silent just don't talk right like just well he said just take your lumps the most recent one i saw was that he said something about like uh i mean he basically admitted like yeah you (laughs) you got me (laughs) yeah (laughs) is basically what happened because he said he said i know i was wrong but i'm getting one year lol (laughs) yeah (laughs) like dang Uh, man i mean because he's not fighting th- this one is like really tearing people like there's a big jump like there's a big gap of like what should happen I, most to him. of what i've seen a lot of people saying is most people saying that it's too harsh or i've seen a lot yeah. of people saying that saying like oh what's the big problem to bet on your own team or whatever which yeah is a problem by yeah, the way it is a problem yeah <laughs> i don't think you can be like oh you should always be betting on your own team you're playing on it. you should be trying to win like, yeah exactly no, no that's a bad take you well, shouldn't yeah. be able to bet well to me to me, I get where they're like, the year suspension is rough. Because I get the stuff that's like, oh, when you look at like Kareem Hunt and stuff like that, right? Like that had that abuse issue, got eight games, right? And it's like, this is, but then as like an outsider looking in, you're like, this is how the NFL prioritizes suspension. They're like, you do this with like abusive issues and you get eight games. You bet on a few games, you get a whole season off. So I get why people are mad about that. Like they wish it was more consistent, but I, I'm with the guys. I don't think if you're hired by the NFL or you're playing on an NFL team, I don't think you should be allowed to bet on the football games. No, definitely not. And I mean, honestly, I think one year, I don't, some people are saying that's too harsh. I think one year feels about right, to be honest. I, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I I totally get the thing of that punishment being harsher than people that have like literally committed domestic abuse, Yeah, which is true. And I think that's, yeah messed up but i think also some of that falls on the justice system i think that's another difference is that what calvin ridley did went against the league rules yeah didn't go against like yeah the actual laws yeah exactly versus some somebody committing domestic abuse they should be punished by yeah by criminal by the criminal justice system not they they shouldn't have to be punished by the nfl yeah exactly right that's like oh this guy if if he beats a woman, it yeah. shouldn't be like, oh, how many games is he going to get suspended? Yeah. It should be how long is exactly. he in prison for? It's exactly, and it should. It's like with the Henry Rugg situation. It's like the NFL didn't have to come out and be like, he's suspended. It's like no, like he's going to prison. Like right. the justice system is going to handle. Which this. I think that's the difference because you see somebody that it feels like has a very minor thing for yeah. what they did, but well, I mean, you have somebody like Michael Vick, like that one. Yeah, he was dealt justice by the criminal justice system yeah and then he came back and then when he came back the criminal justice system deemed that he was yeah like he had had served his time time or whatever and so the nfl went back in yeah which i think i think that's like the way to go it's like the criminal justice system no matter how you see like how long the sentences should be or how long they should not be they've dealt their thing right then they come back and it's okay but with this this is a league issue the league is saying this is not allowed Mm -hmm. and you it's the same thing with like any crime. You willingly did it knowing the league is not going to like this if they found out. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is... He could have had his grandma Because, it. yeah, it, it, I don't like the idea of comparing it to domestic abuse yeah, and all these exactly. other crimes yeah. because it's it's not... It shouldn't be compared to that because it's not yeah, criminal. It's exa- not... And it's not... In the same realm. His, it's, not, it's not something that the criminal justice system should have to deal with or would have to deal with. And his options or his... What he did did not affect someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Like like abuse and stuff like that. Right. But I think that when he did it, there's... And I've seen some people saying like, oh, when the NFL or as sports gambling has become more legal in more and more states, the yeah. NFL should be doing a better job of hammering it home to players saying like, yeah, th- just so you know, you guys can't bet on it, which is as if we know how much the NFL has been driving exactly, it home with players. Yeah. And also they know that no, it's they illegal. know for sure. He knew when he placed the bets, that everyone knows. Like, yeah. It's not like his, Oh, oops. Like, no, you, when you place a bet, you open up whatever it is. Well, fan, it, it came fan out that he did it on his phone. Whatever. It was on his phone. Yeah, like his you straight up, phone. put your 
credit card information into it, yeah. scroll through, what kind of parlay am I going to do? The whole time, you know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. It, and you know what the punishment is, or at least you know that there is a severe punishment. Exactly. Uh, one of the things I don't really like, though, about like what's happening in the media right now or with like fans in general, I don't really think we should jump on the uh, his year off of football that he took before this was like, like the mental health break was fake. I don't really think we should jump on that. But I see people doing that like, oh, he was fake. He just wanted time to like gamble and stuff. I don't no, really think we should, yeah. Stupid. I, I, I think, really don't think we should jump on that. No, the narrative of Calvin Ridley having a gambling problem, I think is stupid. I think it's stupid too. It, I, yeah. I don't I don't think he just took a break from football and picked up a gambling habit. I don't yeah, think that's no. it. I, I, I think he made a dumb decision. I think he made a dumb decision, but I don't think it's correlated. Maybe because he had more free time. Maybe it could be correlated. I don't think it's correlated with his mental health break he took. No, I, I don't think so. I think he just made a dumb decision yeah. that isn't that horrible of a thing or make you that horrible of a person, but, but it's still you, against knew the league it, rules. you knew it goes against the rules when you did it. Yeah. So you have to face that punishment. Exactly. And people like people are saying, oh, but the NFL has like ties and they have like deals with like these betting sites now. Or I'm like, okay, but they don't care if the fans do it. That's the whole point. Like the fans, they want, because that promotes more money for the NFL. If you allow gambling, stuff like that for the fans, for the players, there's all this risk of like stuff that's happened and like major league baseball before, right? With like refs vote, like or any sport, like rigging games and stuff like that, but they have money in the games. That's where you want to get rid of it. With fans voting, NFL doesn't care if I'm voting, right? If I'm losing money, they don't care. But they would care if a guy who could change the game is in the game. Well, and I think he's putting e money on it. Even like talk about whether you're betting on, like Calvin Ridley, for example, betting on Falcons game versus other teams. I don't think you should be voting on, yeah, bet or exactly. not voting, betting on any NFL games because uh -huh. i mean those are your boys yeah like exactly. you know more than fans yeah but like <laughs> regardless the, yeah. of whether you're in that game or your team is in that game yeah the real heartbreak stuff. would be is he voting against the falcons the whole time that's what i really want to know <laughs> well, I, uh you know what the falcons were against the spread last year huh six and ten and one not a good oh, team to be not a good team on. to bet no. <laughs> no maybe if he was there <laughs> then he could have actually done something <laughs> let's let's let you let's let the boy noah go on a little rant but the MLB, it's looking like they're not really close to a deal. Because the MLB came out, right, and they said the best offer has been offered, and it didn't work. So what's it looking like now? No season? Which is stupid wording. Every The the MLB is trying to push a narrative yeah. that the players are at fault. They're very particular with how they word things, the strategy which they go about setting deadlines, which are arbitrary and set by the MLB, yeah. in a way that forces blame onto the players. And... I'm not going to stand for it, all right, guys? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I, mean, the, I think the uh, Players Association just yesterday, they made a they made another offer to the MLB that was slightly closer, but I, I don't think, no, if they've, I don't think they've decided on it yet, but I'm sure it won't get accepted. Um, Is it looking like a season or what? But, I mean, it's, well, for one, because as of now, they've said the first two series of the season are canceled, which is... A stupid thing to say because ultimately what they should have done is said like until further notice like we're not i i mean yeah. saying the first two series of of the season are canceled what it does is it means that um two weeks from now when they still don't have a, an agreement reached they have to push it back again. they can say all right and uh series number three and series four are canceled and yeah. push the blame on the players it's like oh we still couldn't get in an agreement with the players, so we're going to push that back even further. Yeah, yeah, which is just not how it should be done. I think that MLB is just so mismanaged that yeah. it operates. I know a lot of people have said that the way they're doing negotiations is like it's from the 80s or something, that it's just yeah. very not modern. It doesn't take into account the platform that players have, oh. how much they can spread what's actually going on and all this stuff, but... Yeah, it's just a real bummer because it's the fans that are being hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, it's not the, I mean, the players are trying to do what they can to protect the, because ultimately it's about helping out the lesser paid MLB guys. Yeah. It's not like Mike Trout and all these guys that are making a bag. It's yeah, the, it's, it's the smaller guys. Yeah, because there was that stat that since 2015, the revenue of the league has gone up 30% or at least prior to COVID, and uh, the median player salary has gone down 30%. So it's about how much revenue they're actually getting from the league. Yeah. Um, even though the max players 
are still getting paid it's the other guys that aren't yeah it's the other guys and that's what you were saying on twitter and that guy still thought you were fighting with him for some reason and you were agreeing yeah, with people him. i was trying to agree with with somebody and he was <laughs> like well why are you using the median because the median is what we should be using <laughs> yeah, that, i was i was on the math team in eighth grade guys yeah, i know, yeah, I know medians and average he was mr st john's but <laughs> um every it's also a big thing of like I feel like half of baseball fans, well, maybe not half and half, but a lot of baseball fans blame the MLB and Rob Manfred versus the ones that blame the players for the shutouts. saying Because yeah. the easy narrative, which I think is the narrative that the MLB is trying to push on a people, oh. is these guys are already making millions. They're just being greedy. It's stupid yeah. of them to try to even negotiate. I think that's just take your money. That's what it sounds like. Which at first glance, if you don't really like pay that much attention, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But... I mean, ultimately, it's just that it sucks. How do you feel about... Because it's a bad time. It's a horrible time for a lockout to be happening yeah. because the MLB is so mismanaged that mm -hmm. it's not acquiring fans at half the rate of the NFL or the NBA. People don't watch baseball. Yeah. Not like they watch other sports or at least not new fans. Yeah. People that have watched baseball watch baseball, but people aren't starting to watch baseball. That's why I saw... I legit saw a stat about that today that major league soccer in the u.s it just passed the nhl and like growing fan base and they're close to passing the major league baseball because major league baseball isn't growing their fan base like these other leagues are yeah it's just i mean ultimately it's hard to put the blame on one person but if i did yeah. actually it's not that hard <laughs> put it it's on not him, man. it's not that hard rob manfred is a horrible commissioner how do you feel about him horrible people were mad because he was just cheesing like he was having like time of his life at the press conference yeah stuff. that was after they they announced it and he was just he was just smiling on camera yeah, oh getting, by the way the we're delaying the season we're canceling the first two very games. mad at that smiling bro he's done so many there's been so many times where i'm like fire him fire well, but him. the thing is like or i guess he's technically doesn't yeah. get fired isn't the way it works but whatever the term is get rid of him but the, the thing is like with goodell it's like you can tell goodell actually cares about the game and he's trying to better advance it and and help out player safety fan like approval and stuff like that it does not seem like that in mlb okay yeah because that's the thing the major criticism that i've heard about i mean there's a lot of criticisms about specific things that rob manfred has done but a lot of it gets traced back to does he like baseball yeah and you can't tell that he does <laughs> this is the man that that went on on the record he did call the world series trophy just a piece of metal Ooh. so that's not doesn't sound that's like somebody, somebody that, you want to that likes yeah. baseball that's somebody that needs to not have their job anymore Wait, so what would happen what would if what has to happen for him to get fired does like the owners of the teams need to come to like a majority vote to like fire the commissioner uh, it's up to the owners. Yeah, I think it's probably like the NFL where they have to come to like a majority vote to fire the commissioner. I'm not sure how the uh, yeah. how the specific process is, but MLB owners, every minute that you're not playing baseball, that your club isn't playing baseball, you're not making money. Yeah, you're losing money. I know there are two boys right here who would throw money to be just be in that stand right now. <laughs> I mean, That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, it, like I'm ready to give you my credit card. It's just so sad because there's so many like, like guys like Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, there's like good faces in baseball right now, and it's just not yeah. going well. It's not being promoted. Exactly, season's not happening. And imagine what's happening now to the uh, to the younger guys of no season, right? Like these guys who are like finally made it up. Now they're like just waiting. Like they're waiting, but it's like mm -hmm. their jobs, right? And their like earnings are in the hands of these bigger guys who took the chance to step out and like fight for them. Yeah, and that's what these. As a little guy, I'd be like, my league hates me. Like my owners hate me. Like they don't. Like they're not trying to help me out. Like these big guys are trying to save me. Now, instead, the league would rather go to. We're just not going to play. Well, it's stupid when you're. I mean, yeah. There's the perspective of these guys are being greedy. They're making millions, uh, whatever. Which also the median income is like, one point, two or something yeah. uh, per year. So they're not making millions. I get that's still a lot of money, but yeah, exactly. it's yeah. not, you don't, because when you, when you different. see like these guys making 20 plus million a year, yeah, there's players like that. Most players are not like that. Yeah. It's sports money. Like 1.2 is not a lot in sports money. Well, if you're, it's just a weird perspective where if you're like one of those players, that's only a few years into the league, you're not making that much money um, yeah. relatively. It's weird to think I'm the one as players, we're the ones bringing revenue to yeah. this organization, to this league, and they don't really want to give us money. Yeah, it's it's a whole it's thing wild. right now, dude. It's just it's just a mess. It, I know, like 
you All I'm saying is that I'm glad that Rob Manfred and the MLB are not the ones negotiating with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Putin also uh, came out that thing about the World Cup a couple days ago, and it terrified me. It was also the I looked it up today. Don't, is that real? Okay, good. That's fact, fact check said no. He didn't. He did okay, not good. threaten to. Was that would be the what the, was what was the quote? They, the quote that was going on the internet was that. Because it's true that Russia's been banned from like all the major sports, right? They've been like until this conflict resolved. I forget what rules it was FIFA said. I don't know if they outright banned them or they said there was no like. Oh, they can't play home games something like that, right? Or something like they can't play home games. They can't. Oh, I don't remember what exactly it was. It might be. I don't know. But yeah, so the the rumor that was going around, or like the thing that was going around today, all over Twitter and stuff. Which, I mean, now that it's not true, I'm happy because that was the scariest thing I've ever seen. No, also, that was like a Lex Luthor line. Yeah, no, it was like he's a villain. But like the, the quote that was going around. Oh, yeah. FIFA suspended Russia from World Cup, all soccer competitions. Okay, yeah. So that came out, right? They was that was like everyone's trying to put these sanctions on Russia, right? Stop this war from going on. FIFA said you can't play in the World Cup. And then the quote that was going around that Putin said was, if Russia doesn't play in the World Cup, there will be no World Cup. Which, like, that's, like, a legit, I'm going to blow up the moon line. Like, that is yeah. wild. <laughs> it's like, if, we, if, if that was true, that's wild, It's dude. legit. It also sounds like a little kid that's like, oh, if I can't play, then nobody gets to play. And yeah, grabs exactly. And goes home. <laughs> yeah, and just takes the basketball home. Or actually, in this case, says, if I can't play basketball, nobody can. And then, and nukes, then nukes the, the court. court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, if I can't play here, no one can play here. And just legit bombs the court. It's also wild. This is turning into a political episode. But that's let's good. get it. That's good. The, um that all of that happening weeks after the Olympics ended. Imagine competing against yeah. Russia while there's while yeah, you're like exactly. potentially going to war with Russia. Yeah, and, like and you're just like doing figure skating next to him. Yeah, like imagine if if like the invasion would have been happening during the like during it. Like that would be wild. Is there, like I'm fairly certain Ukraine has a team probably, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so like if you're just going up you're like, "Dang, man." Like it's it's wild, Which dude. I, I'm fairly that was probably strategic that they didn't do it yeah that time yeah. well i mean like because um yeah also it being in china yeah. the olympics were in china which would make that even sketchier yeah which would yeah <laughs> but, i mean like we can stop getting political for a second but like to, to me like this is the first we've been at war my whole life right like our whole lives this is the first time where i'm gonna like remember being like we're about to go like you know what i'm saying like if it ha- if something happens oh because it's a war starting instead of yeah ongoing and i'm just like at an age where like i will actually you know i'm aware of my surroundings now and not like a little kid being like oh man <laughs> like just wars going on in different countries but now it's like this will be the first one where i can like damn is i we have boys like we have friends now in the military right like we mm-hmm. have friends now so like impact me a little more you know this my friend jonah could be going out <laughs> you know and jonah will sort that out bro yeah don't let jonah put his foot down <laughs> don't let jonah Do not let jonah put his foot down <laughs> jonah said if he goes it's over in a week <laughs> you want to talk about last thing out of here it's just a semen bro he's, he's just a up. semen semen monta bias are we allowed to say <laughs> what he is i don't know hey, but, hey, what I cooked his ring yeah we have to say it probably why because you're like doxing that's, him? That's your, Do- yeah. Because you're doxing him or no, because it's what if, like, semen? Ru- Ru- Russia's like, hmm, semen monsabias. <laughs> like, oh, is, it, oh, they, oh, is they, he? They don't understand the joke. They're like, yeah. they're like, wait. He's <laughs> coming? This, this Jonah guy is the one that's going to take down <laughs> our country. <laughs> we can start like, we can do propaganda for Jonah. <laughs> oh, that's good. We can call him, what's his favorite Pokemon? Oh, man. What's his Xbox name? Nice. I don't, now we're really doxing. Don't, don't, don't dox him. We're gonna start inviting him to parties, bro. Wait, I want to play Fortnite. I watch the Harvest Sports podcast. We're really doxing the man. <laughs> yeah, here's his uh, his title, his name, his Xbox account, uh, where he's stationed. Um, let's real quick. Let's wrap it up with uh, <laughs> with something not so political. <laughs> Duke and Coach K, they lose to UNC. Man, what was going on? <laughs> Go heels. Go. Okay, I want to pull up the the um, box score. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, UNC came in upset Duke, won by thirteen points mm-hmm. after being blown out pretty bad to them by them yeah. earlier in the year. But and this was Coach K's final home game at Duke. Yeah. They ruined his little uh, his going away party, his farewell mm-hmm. tour. Yeah, but this here's how many minutes Let's hear North it. Carolina's starting five played. Third, and keep in mind, this is not the 
NBA. This is NCAA. Yeah. This so is tall. You can play 40 minutes. This is college There's basketball. two 20 minute halves. So 40 yeah. minutes half, 40 minutes tops. Uh, we got 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 38 minutes, 38 minutes. So the starting five, <laughs> so the, for UNC the starting five, almost every minute, the, the bench played four, five, one, and four. So the bench did not touch the floor. No, basically. so like the starting five averaged 38 minutes of yeah, play. Yeah, you know how many points the bench scored? How many? Two. Off of two shot attempts from the entire. Oh, so they're 100% from the field. <laughs> Most, the, how many shot attempts the bench had? Zero, two, zero, zero. Oh, nice. That's good. <laughs> I mean, if you got your so guys, it's 50% you got from, guys, the, uh, from the field, on the from coming off the bench. That's pretty good. But uh, I mean, if, if you like your starting five, just keep those boys in there. Yeah, and you have to think with a stat like that, that's like, it's a revenge tour. Like his farewell tour, it was there like, no, he's not going No, that's, out. they were yeah. like, I don't care if I can't walk after this yeah, game. No, we're gonna, we're gonna, taking we're, down Coach We're going to beat Duke. Like we're going to mm. ruin his day. That's so, it's so yeah, wild to me. Is, the reaction of Coach K was really weird to me too. Like after the game. Like what he, well, I know he said, um. It was, it was like this game was this game was a disappointment. No, he's like, this, he's like, this game has was, not been a disappointment. He said like that. this game was unacceptable. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's, he said this game was unacceptable, and then people started booing. And he's like, no, 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 it is, it is unacceptable. Yeah. He said, but this season it's has been old. acceptable. Yeah, like, like that, all right, yeah, that's that another Lex Luthor line. Weird thing to say. This <laughs> yeah. season has been acceptable. That sounds so yeah. like no. Now <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna keep, keep a close eye on these next couple games now to see like what's he about to do to these I teams. Mean, they're in March Madness, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If they, that would be a great ending to the story, Loki. If they made it all the way, it it's always it hard. Like after stuff like that, like after anything, if you lose, I'm like, I do not want to talk to the guy I just played with. But here's the thing, because in high school I played tennis, which is like a gentleman's sport, right? So you, you're. I don't know why they call it that. I don't like that. But you go shake their hands before. Yeah. So I, well, afterwards, you come up after the last point, you walk up to the net, shake each other's hands. Sometimes we played our, you know, who was in our league, the teams that were in yeah, our league. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So him. we won a lot of them. Uh, Frank called them bagels. A bagel is when you win 6-0, 6-0. You don't let them Ooh. win any games. Yeah. So I had a few of those. And when you playing they, twos, you playing, are you playing one? Like, what are you playing? You're the partner or you by yourself? Uh, singles or doubles? Uh, both, but okay. singles more often. Um because you're the goat i get it because yeah, like, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm the goat because you don't need no one but, else <laughs> but anyways you, so if you after i would get a bagel it's called you walk and we'd walk up to shake hands and if they ever wouldn't shake my hands like oh no they wouldn't shake my hands it's gonna ruin my day no i'm cheesing oh bro. yeah <laughs> if i beat somebody so bad that they won't even shake yeah, my hand exactly. that's a great feeling <laughs> that's why like whenever somebody has poor sportsmanship it's like that you're only Making the other like if I was the coach and he doesn't show oh, my like, hand, oh, that's like mad. I know I won. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's mad. Look how mad he is. Yeah, or that's like in, when if somebody would smash their tennis racket, I'm like, oops. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, hope you have to buy. It. Can't wait for you to buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you sure showed him. Your lockout went really well for <laughs> for high school tennis. <laughs> you did really good, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't tell a little bit like that. You don't tell who was involved, but. No, wait, now we can't get this all hash we got. No, this is all. This, this, this all we could have anyways. Oh, is it just for you? <laughs> this is just me spilling my guts, bro. Well, thank you for watching episode 27. I just want to say you should check out our TikTok or Twitter. Posting a lot of stuff there, a lot of draft content, prospect content. If you love that stuff, because Joe, check, check it out right there. No, you got anything else? Yeah, just make sure to hit subscribe. Tell all your friends, unless you're Vladimir Putin. Then exit out of this video and unsubscribe, because I know you're watching us. Yeah, get out of here, tough guy. Get out of here. Hey. You don't want beef with Harvester Sports hey, Podcast. I'm not a pushover. <laughs> I won't stand for what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down, all right?